Hey everyone, it's Allison. And it's Sandra. And welcome to this week's episode of Brainwaves. Today we have a really exciting episode because we are going to be talking about our other main project, which is our ocean conversation cards. So we've been working on these conversation cards for a while. They were also an idea that came out of the Stamina Mental Health Ideathon back in September of 2018. And the conversation cards are designed to help families and groups of people in general have productive conversations about mental health. So we recognize a lot of people may not be comfortable discussing mental health right out of the gate. So these cards are designed to kind of ease into that conversation and just kind of get going on talking about the basics like mental health literacy type things, then they get a little bit more difficult, quote unquote, and more deeply emotional. We've been working on the conversation cards ever since September, and we are so, so excited. We finally have actual printed copies. They look really amazing. Thanks to our designer, Paulina. She is really fantastic. We'll make sure to include her website in our description of this episode. She helped us design the cards and they look really amazing. And we finally have printed copies that we are now sending out to families for testing. We are mailing copies totally for free to about 30 families and they're gonna test it over the course of a month. Everyone in the family is gonna take a survey ahead of time and then afterwards. And then we will use that feedback to change the cards around a little bit, just make sure we're making the best possible conversation cards that we can. Once that's done, we will go ahead and print our final sets, get them up on our website, and just distribute them as much as we can. So keep an eye out on our mailing list and our social media. We'll definitely have updates on the conversation cards as they go. They're really gorgeous and really cool, so we're so, so excited that they're finally available. And eventually we're hoping to distribute them everywhere from pediatrician's offices to schools to families to workplaces and lots and lots of different settings. So, Sandra and I today are going to give you guys a little sample of the conversation cards. So I'm just going to start by kind of describing what's going to come in the conversation card box and describing the physical appearance of them because obviously you guys can't see them. Uh, And then we will actually go ahead and use the cards just like you would if it was your own family. The conversation cards are the size of playing cards, and in the box, uh, there's a few different things. There's a little instruction sheet, there's a resources sheet, and then there's some rubber bands, and then the cards themselves. So the instruction sheet just talks about what Ocean is, and it explains that the cards are meant to spark group discussions, and they're meant to be used in groups. So usually it's four to six people, but we have two podcast hosts, so we're doing two people today. And the really cool thing about the cards is they're divided up into three categories. There's sunlight, twilight, and midnight. Sunlight is surface level questions that are mainly about mental health in general. They're not really personal at all, so they're a little bit easier to talk about. The twilight questions get a little bit deeper, a little bit more personal, and finally the midnight questions are the most deep and the most personal. So we basically recommend that everyone will start with the sunlight cards and just kind of keep moving on to the harder ones once they're ready. The way that you use the cards, it's pretty straightforward. One person draws a card and they just say the card prompt out loud. So each card has both a prompt and a hint. You just read the prompt. And then once you share that, people in the conversation can, if they have anything else they want to share, any like follow-up questions, any other details, any personal experiences they want to share, they'll go ahead and talk about that. You really just let the conversation happen naturally. Uh, and then once the conversation's done, then just the next person draws a card. So we recommend that all the families use at least one card every day, but you know, really whatever works for you. If it works to use like seven cards one day a week, 
then if you have to do that, you can. We do recommend like trying to use it regularly, but also they're really meant to be tailored to everyone's individual needs. Based on that too, they can also work with families of any age level. So if there's preschool age kids, they can do some of the easier sunlight questions. If there's like teenagers or like older adults, we can go all the way up to midnight questions. So really whatever works. That's exactly what we designed Ocean for is to make it tailored to whichever individual family needs. The other thing about the cards is that they're not just in three categories, they also are based around different goals. So we want families to be able to understand what goals that we had for them and kind of track their progress towards those goals. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are eight goals, they're really cute, they're all based on ocean animals because if you didn't notice it already, ocean is ocean themed. There's octopus, jellyfish, otter, dolphin, seal, anemone, starfish, turtle, and they're not just animals. They also have the mental health related subtitles. Mental health literacy, stigma, coping strategies, resources, discussing emotions, stressors, importance of mental health, and taking action. We have a little note in the instructions that sets up we have and we can statements. So if you you might actually do those in school, like I can, I will, is what we do now, I think. Yeah. Right? But yeah. these are we have and we can. So basically saying that we have, for example, open positive attitudes towards mental health, and we can, for example, encourage ourselves and others to use resources when we need to. That's the instructions. I know that was a lot. There's also a resources sheet, so this is nice because this details both local resources in Louisville and also online resources and text lines and uh, hotlines and things like that that you can use. And then there's the three sets of cards. If you all have any questions about the cards, please feel free to reach us on social media. We're at stamnaky on Facebook and Twitter and at stamna.ky on Instagram. Sonar, do you have any questions about the cards? Slash, do you think anyone out there would have any questions about the cards that I can answer? What is the motto again? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> Thanks for asking. The motto, or like the subtitle, I guess, is build your mental muscles, but muscles like muscles in the ocean that you eat, not muscles like our muscles. Okay. Is there any way that people can get involved? Yes. So if you are interested in getting involved or obtaining a copy of the cards for your own family or school or workplace or wherever, we really encourage you to sign up for a newsletter and watch on social media for updates about when the cards are able to be released both on our website and also as printed copies. We're going to be distributing several printed copies totally for free of the final cards after our testing and we really really hope that if you're interested that you will reach out to us and we'll be happy to send you a free copy. Wow, good stuff. I know, right? Yeah. They are so cool. They look super cool. They awesome. look amazing. Yeah. If you're on our newsletter, you've also seen them. How do you join the newsletter? Oh, that's a great question. You can join the newsletter by going to our website, stamnaky.com, and there will automatically be a little pop-up. And you can just put your email right in there, and then you will be signed up for a newsletter. Unfortunately, you guys can't see the cards, but they are really beautiful. The backs are all designed based on sunlight, twilight, and midnight. So the sunlight one is a really pretty sunrise with a really awesome looking wave. Twilight one is a sunset and it's all purple and it's really cool. And the midnight one looks like midnight with a crescent moon and some stars and some other cool waves. So our graphic designer is the best. Let's get to the first question. This is from the sunlight category. Oh, and it's a turtle card. So it's turtles take action. So the goal is taking action. So my card says, in your personal experience, how does increasing exercise help play a role in mental health? Honestly, every week on Wednesdays, I play ultimate frisbee with a group of high schoolers and some teachers from 6.30 until 
9.30. Every Wednesday, so that's about three hours just out there playing on the field. And a lot of times, it's not like I really wanna go out there and play, but if I just get myself out there and exercise with those people, I really just like get a boost of endorphins and adrenaline. It really just helps me like overall my week is just so much better because I was able to have that experience of working with other people for this common goal, achieving that goal and just going out there and running and just having fun basically is what I've gotten out of my personal experience with exercise. Yeah, that's awesome. I really love how you're tying together both exercise but also the social and cooperative aspect of ultimate because that's definitely also a huge factor in mental health is social interaction and working together with people and working towards a common goal and having a sense of purpose so yeah it's really cool I also feel like exercise has helped me a lot in my own mental health I always feel less stressed I think it's a good stress reliever for me when you're on the field you just leave all of your other worries and problems you're just worried about the game so you don't have to stress about everything else that's going on in life. And it's just a great moment to just take a breath. So that was one of our sunlight cards. And we are not gonna do all these today because there are over 120. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and pick another sunlight card. Uh, I'm gonna do a different category this time. So I'm gonna do the importance of mental health, which is our starfish. And this one is, why is it important to start conversations about mental health? So I think it's really important to start conversations about mental health because that really helps break down the stigma and it also helps reassure everyone who is experiencing a mental health challenge that there are other people out there who are also feeling the same way and there are also resources out there they can access. Yeah, definitely starting mental health conversations is important because mental health is just as important as your physical health. So it's important for everyone to be able to take care of their mental health. Yeah, I think it helps not necessarily normalize mental health, but just get more dialogue going on mental health because it's still so rare. And like I said, every card has a hint. If you're having trouble with the card, you can always read the hint or discuss the hint. This one is starting mental health conversations can help break down stigma, which in turn makes it easier to find and use mental health resources. So the hints are really short. There are a million answers to this question, but that's just kind of to help get some conversation going. Sandra, do you want to draw our last sunlight card? Yes. Ooh, it is a seal. The seal category is about discussing emotions and my card says, today was so much fun because blank. And my hint is to fill in the blank, so I guess I'll do that. So today was so much fun because I got to do this, because I got to record a podcast about something that I'm really passionate about with my friend. Like that's, Aww, that is why that's today so is so much sweet. fun. Yeah, love it. All right, so we did our sunlight ones. So now we're gonna move on to the twilight ones. We're just gonna go ahead and do three. So this is an anatomy card, which is stressors. And this one says, on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you when making hard decisions? Discuss why you gave the number you did. Usually when I'm finally making the decision, it's probably like a six, but in the whole lead up, it's probably like a one. Cause I tend to think a lot and reflect a lot on my decisions, especially really big decisions and I make lots of pros and cons lists and spreadsheets and etc. So I tend to try to put as much thought into things as I can because for me that helps me stress out less I guess to know that I'm making it a well-informed decision and then once I've deliberated that much then I feel semi-confident in my decision. Okay, I guess it kind of depends. It's probably between like a six and a 10. It really it really depends on, on the decision. True, true. The harder the decision, then really it just makes it harder for you to be more confident about it. It also depends on like how informed you are about the decision. 
But I think in general, if I'm going to use it between a 6 and 10, I'll say in general I'm going to add like an 8. Awesome. So I'll pick a card from another category. And you said how many were there? Eight? There are eight. So I picked up a card in the Twilight category. It is from the Dolphin Goal, which is resources. And the question is, how comfortable would you feel giving mental health advice to someone else? Why or why not? And I have a little bit of a hint here. And it says, if someone were experiencing a mental health challenge, would you know what to do? If not, do some research. So for me, because I've done this podcast and I have a little bit of experience, I feel like I'd be able to direct people to some resources that they should use. But again, I'm only 18 years old. None of us are licensed professionals. So I would not feel comfortable just telling someone exactly what to do. Yeah, I think that's probably the best attitude to have. You give as much advice as you can, you give your own thoughts, but you'd also point people in the direction of other resources if you thought it was something that was more serious. Because obviously none of us are mental health professionals, we are teenagers, but we can always like give our own thoughts, we can help people work through emotions, we can comfort people, but if it does come down to it and it is something pretty serious, then I think definitely refer people to other resources, which because you've listened to Brainwaves, you have a lot of experience with. So, our third and last toilet card is Coping Strategies, which is our otter category. It's a very cute looking otter. Uh, and this one says, name at least one long-term goal that you have. How are you taking steps towards this goal? So, one of the long-term goals that I've had for a long time is to get fluent at French. I really like speaking French, I think it's a really pretty language, and I've been taking it since sixth grade, so it's definitely a long-term goal. It's been seven years in the making. And the steps I'm taking towards this goal are participating in French class, doing all of my assignments. Now that I've graduated high school, Duolingo is definitely a good way that I've been making my way towards this goal, as well as sometimes I'll just start speaking French in my head or to the world. <laughs> Do you ever think in French? Yeah, so that's that's pretty awesome. I only know a little bit of French from just hearing it at home. I definitely should probably know French. So maybe that'll be something I'll take up. Now we're moving on to midnight. While we're transitioning to our midnight cards, one thing that I want to talk about is there's lots of different topics that are covered in these cards, and we do recognize that some of them might be a little bit triggering for some people depending on your experiences. So we always recommend that someone in the family go through the cards ahead of time and just take out some of the cards that might be triggering because there's some topics that are important um, that we do want other families to be able to talk about, but we also don't want anyone to run into something that they are going to have trouble with. So we put that note in our instructions very prominently and I'm also going to include it now on this podcast. I picked up our first card of two in the midnight category and this is the jellyfish which is stigma which is kind of a play on words. This card asks what differences might you imagine exist among how mental health and illness is approached in different cultures? The hint here is that in some cultures mental health is openly discussed and others it's kept quiet. I definitely feel like that's part of what happens so like in some cultures it's really talked about and then in other cultures it's not but then also I feel like in some cultures where it is even talked about that it's still stigmatized very heavily and it's still seen as something that's weak per se. 
Yeah, it's definitely something we noticed in our research study that in more urban areas where there was more racial diversity and ethnic diversity, people definitely talked about how if they were minorities or if they were immigrants, a lot of times in their own culture, mental health was really stigmatized. There's lots of different approaches to mental health and it really varies across cultures and across countries, but because there's so many different cultures in America, there's a lot of different approaches to mental health. A lot of the approaches are negative. Now we have our last category, Allison. Woohoo! Yes, yeah, so we're only doing two of our midnight cards so we can get through all eight of our goals. And our last one is the octopus, which is mental health literacy. So I really, really love this prompt. It's what kind of information do you think is important for adults to know if a youth is experiencing a mental health challenge? So I think it's really important that adults know that number one, they can and if they notice anything, should say something. I know a lot of parents or teachers or really, I mean, anyone who interacts with kids or teenagers might notice something's off, but just think, oh, maybe they're just having a bad day, maybe they'll just do it at home, I shouldn't say anything, that's awkward, that's weird, they don't want me to intervene. But a lot of people are looking for someone who will just ask how they're doing and genuinely care about it. And just being that person can really, really help. So I think that's the number one piece of information is that you can and you should do something if you know something's off. And the worst that can happen is that that person will just say, oh, I'm fine, uh, I was just tired, and really genuinely just be tired, and then no harm, no foul, right? Yeah, pretty much. And the best that can happen is they open up to you and you're able to connect them to other resources. So uh, that's the biggest thing. I think it's also important to make sure that when you do talk to people, you're not being stigmatizing. It's really easy, especially for adults to be inadvertently stigmatizing, just say, oh, it's just kids being kids, just teenagers being moody, because teenagers are like that. Other than that, I think it's also critical to just be able to connect people to other resources. Just like we said earlier about how like we're teenagers and we don't necessarily know everything about mental health and we want to be able to connect people to other resources, I think it's probably important for adults to know this same thing that maybe you don't necessarily need to be the sole source of help for a kid or a teenager you can also connect them to other sources of help as well yeah especially if a kid comes up to you and tells you about their mental health or comes and opens up to you it's really important for you to take that seriously just because it probably takes a lot of courage for that person to come up and ask you about that or just to open up about what they're going through so it's just important to take that seriously if that's something that does come up Awesome. So that is just a little sample of our conversation cards. We just ran through eight and we also did it super quickly because obviously there's only two people and you usually do it in a group of four to six or bigger. So hope you guys enjoy learning a little bit more about the cards and getting this little sample. We really, really hope that you'll sign up to get a free copy once they're out because again, they are so gorgeous and so cool. We are so, so excited about the cards. And as you can tell, they really span a bunch of different topics and a bunch of different difficulty levels. So they're really customizable, really interesting really cool and we are so so excited that they're here so thank you all so much for tuning in all right thanks guys for tuning in i hope you guys have a great week and we'll catch you next week for another episode bye everyone bye